2: Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lawley. He is the Matt Williamson. And Steeler fans, you can gear up with the latest sideline apparel, hats, or jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team at one of the official Steelers Pro Shops. They're located at Eckershire Stadium, Grove City Premium Outlets, or Tanger Outlets, or you can visit online at shop.steelers.com. It is now time for the Fantasy Football Focus here to kick off our number two this week. And Matt, we're starting to get the, the news here crazy, about who's yeah. in and who is out yeah. this week. Uh, Kyron Williams will not play I this week. I would think
0: there's no chance, right? Yeah. Like that game's going to be Carson Wentz versus Sam Darnold. Yeah. Which is kind of fun in its own right? Cause yeah. They, I mean, they're pedigree dudes. It's better than Jeff Driscoll, you know, but, you know, <laughs> you know, who's starting for the
2: Browns. Or Tyler Huntley. But you're right, or, right, right yeah. exactly. I, I, I got a Pro Bowl or Tyler Huntley.
0: Indeed. Pro indeed. Bowl
2: will be announced tonight, by the way. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Uh, Darnell Mooney, mispractice on Wednesday. He's dealing with a concussion for the Chicago Bears.
0: It seems like they're playing hard, though. Yeah. I mean, they're not just throwing it in. Well,
2: I would guess he probably but doesn't. Yeah, but why yeah. risk him, right? Uh, Cooper Cup will not play in Week 18 against sure, the 49ers. Sure. I mean, they're sense. shutting everybody down. I mean, yeah.
0: Donald's not going to play.
2: Uh, Keenan Allen with the heel did not practice on Wednesday. They've just shut him down.
0: I wonder if Has he's he played his last game. Yeah. Over? It could be. I mean, new coach. Massive cap hit. I mean, I don't know. He'd be a guy that well, can still go. He could
2: still go help a team.
0: Well, I'm not saying he should be a stealer, but you throw him into slot here with Deontay yeah. and George. I mean, every team should. Look I mean, there'll be a
2: market him. for Keenan Allen. He you had know, a great season. year. Yeah.
0: I mean, his game doesn't fall off a cliff. Like, no, he's he got what, the old man crappy, basketball yeah, game. Yeah, big time.
2: It's left-handed spin move. <laughs> and... Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> throw him on the Chiefs. Oh <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of spots he could be helpful.
2: Uh, Zay Jones. Yeah. Uh, with the knee and hamstring, limited mm. in Wednesday's practice for Jacksonville.
0: I don't know. Did he play last week? I didn't pay attention. I, I, I know he's been in that, out of line I don't, I don't believe lately. that he did. Okay. I mean, they need all systems go, of course. Yeah, he
2: he was ruled out Sunday. Okay. Uh, Devontae Smith did not practice on Wednesday. He's dealing with an ankle.
0: They can still win the division, right?
2: Yeah. They would need to win and Dallas would need to lose.
0: But Dallas is playing Washington.
2: No, well, they're playing the Giants. Yeah, so. right. I know.
0: But I'm, I'm just saying, if you're Philly... Would you risk one of your best players?
2: Washington beat the Cowboys last
0: year. Last year, okay. I think Washington's cashed it in though. I I don't know. I guess you play I guess you play this one like you're a
2: One more game for Ron Rivera. Go out there and yeah. win one for the
0: I'm looking at more of an Eagles perspective though. Do you treat this like a playoff game if you're the Eagles or do you kind of yeah, I think play you it try to year? win it? I mean yeah, I think yeah. if you're
2: healthy you play. Okay. Uh Josh Jacobs will push to play in week eighteen for the Raiders. Why? I think he just wants to—I mean, this might but be he's his— He's very
0: competitive. Yeah. Bama, back, nausea. You know, I mean, those guys don't go down without a fight. And they're
2: playing the Broncos, and it's a—I mm-hmm. mean, you talk, again, one of those rivalry games. That's why the NFL sets it up like Yeah, this. exactly. Like, oh, he, he went I these, think both
0: those teams are going to play their guys. Yeah. You know, I mean, they, Peyton's trying to build a, a culture. You know, Raiders coach is trying to do the same, slash, keep his job. Could that be Jacobs' last game? Does the winner Raider?
2: of that game finish with the 500, record above 500? Are they both 8-8? Eight and eight?
0: I don't know that off the top of my head. I mean, they're the 2-3 in that division. I know they're 2nd yeah. and 3rd. I don't
2: know if that changes it, it, with the, the outcome of this game or not because that would...
0: I mean, it means something. Right? Yeah,
2: that means a little something to those hey, teams. Hey, I'm the
0: first... You know, if you're Peyton, my first year didn't go great, but we ended up with a winning record. Okay, so
2: if, if Denver wins, Denver finishes at eight 9-8. Okay. So they would have a winning record. If the Raiders win, they finish tied... And I believe the Raiders would finish ahead of the Broncos in the division standings. So they would okay. be second at eight and nine.
0: Well, so, so they they have seven wins right now. The Raiders. Yeah, they're seven okay, and nine. Okay.
2: The they Broncos can't get have over five hundred. Yeah. gotcha. But they would finish second in the division.
0: But I think both teams are playing hard. Yeah. You know, to, to our point, I don't know if Jacobs is back next year though. This, no, I don't think yeah, he is. I don't think he is. Either. I don't
2: think he is. Uh, Noah Brown with a back injury did not practice on Wednesday for the Texans.
0: That's it's significant. It's big. No Tank Dell. I mean, it's that, that is a playoff game.
2: Yeah. Uh, Elijah Mitchell did not practice on Wednesday for the 49ers. McCaffrey dealing,
0: won't play. He's
2: dealing with an illness. If neither one of those guys go, then you're tri- it's, it's Mason uh, Jordan Mason Jordan Mason.
0: Like if you're still doing DFS, do you care? I mean, I'm sure Trent Williams won't be blocking for you, but Aaron Donald won't be on the other side. Right. You yeah. Know, like sometimes it turns into like preseason at DFS. I mean, this is a fantasy segment. If every, there's a bunch of backups out there, and you just playing to run the ball, fire them right, up. Yeah, only one guy getting the ball, he may end up with again. Yards. The
2: Rams could have this. And Rams and 49ers, they could really have that. You know, all the backups. We just we just want to. Hey, we're both going to run the ball 40 times in this game and get the heck out of here.
0: Oh, I bet McVay and Shanahan shake and be like, <laughs> I'm not going to even throw challenge flags. You know, let's just get out of here. Maybe we'll see you in the playoffs. Best yeah. of luck. You know, And uh, Donald the yeah. pads on. You know,
2: Devin Achane. No, that uh, guy, I want to toe and ribs, out. was limited uh, on Wednesday. So that's
0: so in the fantasy world, though, I'd, I'm very interested in that. Yeah, one. That's, and that's a big game, and he got a lot of touches without Mostert in, and and did some. He actually did some running.
2: damage. Like, yeah, he was running well. They very. just got so far behind. That you know, mm-hmm. like every time they gave the ball to a Chan, he's ripping off twenty yard runs against the against the Ravens.
0: Underreported thing is I threw this out on Twitter: Ravens run defense over the last month and a half or so hasn't been good. It has not been good, and they they struggled with him.
2: Yeah, uh, Raheem Mostert did not practice on Wednesday. He's yeah, dealing. It's still just t-
0: interesting from an NFL perspective. Yeah, you'd love to have all your you know, Waddle and Mostert, and I mean this is a, close to a playoff game for them. I mean they're in. How do you handle that if you're the head coach of the Dolphins? Like you'd really like to win, but not in the case of boy, I'm going to limp into Week One of the pre of the postseason.
2: I think for them though, home field is big. That that second seed is huge because mm-hmm. that gets them two home games. And I think it's again, huge for Dallas. they would be they're seven and one right now at home. For them to win and be the two seed, they'd be eight and one at home. Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe it means more to them, and I lumped Dallas in with that too. Like I don't want to be the wild card and even go to. Yeah. Tampa or whatever, even though you're favored, we're good at home. Yeah, we're, you know, we're, we know yeah. what
2: this is like at home. Mm-hmm. We're not good know. on the road. We know the weather's going to be great in Miami. In Miami we're going to be able to throw the ball wherever. Dallas, yeah. Yeah. We yeah. don't want to have to go to Kansas Buffalo, City or, or Kansas Buffalo. City, yeah,
0: Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's good good Until point. we even have Cleveland, to. Cleveland if it happened. Or yeah.
2: Happened. Uh, Zach Moss was a full participant in Wednesday's practice for the Colts. Okay.
0: Taylor's so. been the bell cow with yeah. them out. Maybe you mix them in, you know, it's a super important game.
2: Uh, Jamar Chase with the shoulder was limited in practice on Wednesday for the Bengals. I think he plays. I think he does too.
0: You know, I'm sure we'll talk about the Browns a little. They're resting everybody, yeah. as they should. I mean, they're, I mean, they're going to play Driscoll. They are going to go on the road next week, so regardless, I'm sure, yeah, you know, no matter what. So I'm sure they're going to take the quick road trip to Cincy, high tail, get a shower, hightail it out of there, and are already thinking about the wild card game. But since he seems to be taking a different approach, you know, the, Yeah, I
2: think they want to win this. And they could finish. Yeah. The entire division would then finish above 500. The other reason I think, since he wants to win this, they're winless in a division this year. No, really? You can't get shut out in your own division.
0: Like, I don't know if Higgins will play, but, you know, Browning yeah, he didn't practice a, today. Browning's got a lot to prove. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I bet you play Hendrickson, and you're not going to just shut everybody down.
2: Yeah, Hendrickson wants to play because he wants to get the sack,
0: sack title. Yeah, and, yeah title. And try, I think Chase just wants to set the tone. And, yeah. You know.
2: um, no Higgins. So I don't think he plays. He's going to be a free agent.
0: I'm sure he doesn't want to. I'm not saying he doesn't want to, but there's not a lot to gain by it.
2: Alvin Kamara did not practice on Wednesday for the Saints. Big, big one. Because they need to
0: win. They need to win, and he's super important, and he's fighting something pretty serious.
2: Yeah, it's an ankle issue for Mm -hmm. for, uh, Alvin Kamara, so that's worth keeping an eye on.
0: I think there's a real good chance he doesn't play. Just
2: can't. Do you then pivot to Jamal Williams? He had 19 carries for 58 Mm -hmm. yards and four catches for 13 yards.
0: Are they playing Atlanta? Yeah, I couldn't remember which division game and that. It was.
2: Again, another big rivalry game. Those yeah. two, those two cities—they don't like each other at, at all.
0: all. I mean, it, <laughs> people up here don't. When I say that, the North don't understand that that is those two cities have a rivalry. Oh game. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, of course, will be Sam Darnold will start uh, for the 49ers.
0: Atlanta's not eliminated either, right? I think they. They need a lot, of, a lot, a lot of help. I don't think they can win the division. Though. They would have, like they would get in Tampa as a while. Loses, They would need like Seattle need like and Green Bay and That's a exactly
2: bunch of those teams that, yeah. to lose. Uh, Packers wide receiver. And coaching for his job
0: though. Yeah, in
2: Atlanta, right? Yeah, if, he, if they lose, I think they that would finish off the season with four out of five I losses. Think gone. I think I yeah. think he's gone
0: no matter what. But uh, that would seal it probably.
2: Uh, Jaden Reed with a rib injury practiced on Wednesday. That's important. He's been kind of all nicked up, too.
0: He has. I mean, smaller, smaller guy. Smaller guy, and, yeah. Rookie year, playing 17, 18 games. You know, yeah. Little
2: right. guys take uh, take big hits. I don't
0: know if it's on there, but it sounds like Watson might actually play. Yeah,
2: well, he practiced today with that hamstring injury. He hasn't practiced
0: in forever. Forever. Really frustrating. Like his entire, entire career. Back. Oh, I know. <laughs> and he just might be one of those tightly wound track guys. Yeah. I don't know if you were watching the broadcast when they played the Vikings, but I guess Lafleur went out of his way to tell the commentators, one of our biggest goals this offseason is to figure out Watson's hamstrings. Yeah. I mean, it's just something's constant. wrong here. Yeah, it's right, constant. Right, right.
2: Uh, Nick Mullins will get the start in Week 18 against the Lions for the Vikings, so they're back to Mullins now. It's just like— They don't have a quarterback. They don't
0: have a quarterback. <laughs> I just feel like they're just rolling the dice, and whoever pops up, that's who we're going with because he knows deep down none of them can get it done. The and Cal- they need a million things to happen to get in, too.
2: Yeah, the Cowboys placed Deuce Vaughn on injured reserve— um.
0: Okay.
2: The other guy was hurt. I don't love their running back situation. No, they're running that backs. It, that's one of their issues this year. It is. Because right. they they don't have a bell cow running back.
0: I think they're one team that could draft a back high. Yeah. You know, like it doesn't look like there's a first round back in this draft, but they could be a day two, you know, go get somebody decent type of t- type of team. Or they maybe really like need Josh one. Jacobs ends up there yeah. or something like they that. They really yeah. need one. They yeah. do. It's not Pollard.
2: No, no, he's not in their down, down guy. Uh, Sam Howell will get the start Sunday against the Cowboys for Washington.
0: Okay. I mean, what's interesting about them is it's a two-horse race between them and New England for the second pick. Right. And I think if they both lose, Washington gets it. Yeah. Which probably is a quarterback, and Howell would be the backup, and that adds up. But I think Brissett's not
2: 100%. And then Brissett would be on the open market again.
0: And I'd be very interested if I were a lot of teams in Brissett. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, Giants running back Saquon Barkley reiterated his desire to return to the Giants next next season, but he'll keep his options
0: open. That all seems to be real, because like the way his contract stuff played out, he could have been a bigger problem for them. I know he's from Jersey. I mean, I kind of believe him. I don't often believe players when they say things like that.
2: Yeah. Um, Will Levis said he's hopeful to play on Sunday against the Jaguars. I don't know if that happens, though.
0: I'm not sure what you have to gain. I mean, Tannehill's been named the starter? Is that true? I, I thought
2: Tannehill was is getting the starting rep. And I kind know. of
0: assumed that. Yeah. But you could have Willis as the 2 or I would think if Levis is playing though, he would start. Yeah. I, I think I'd just sit him.
2: I think I would too. I think yeah. you've I think you've seen enough. Mhm.
0: And but this obviously is Let see m- impacts of Seals. And this
2: is probably Tannehill's last game as a as a, I would imagine. a Titan. I think I'd just let him go out there and Mm-hmm. Right off into the sunset. So
0: brings home a win with Henry and a new era is coming. You know? Yeah, yeah.
2: We don't want to get the kid beaten up going into the mm-hmm. off season behind this offensive line. That would be my thinking with this. Like, yeah. Let's just put the two veterans out there and let them go out and and uh, we we saw N-0. enough of Levis this year that yeah. we're if we're good with him going into the off season as our starter. We just don't want him to have to get a surgery.
0: What this is a little off topic, but I just mentioned that two three draft spot. If you're New England, let's say and. May and Williams are gone. They go the first two picks. I would consider something along the lines of, like, signing Brissette or Tannehill, draft Marvin Harrison Jr. three, and then try to get back in the first round for, like, Penix or somebody like that, you know, as opposed to have to take a quarterback at three, even if there isn't one there, you know? Like, New it's, England's not great, but if they had Tannehill this year, they'd have won two more games. Who's their, you know,
2: who's the GM? Who's the coach? Oh, well, yeah. That's, that's what you don't know.
0: I bet it's not the people there now. Yeah, I'm yeah. with you. Yeah.
2: Uh, Josh Allen with the neck injury insists that he's he's good to go. Yeah, okay, that's said the, he is Jags good to go. So, um, play. he took a big hit with uh, mm-hmm. with the, with the uh,
0: him and two uh, of both aren't one hundred percent. Yeah, the
2: Bills were trying to run out the clock, and they yeah. had him running the ball uh, against the Patriots, and he took a big hit. Does he not run as much in this game because of that neck issue?
0: I don't think it matters. I think you can second guess him running at the end of that game. Yeah, but I think this is a playoff game for them. He's going to run every time if he has to. I mean, that's just the nature of who he is, and I understand that. Yeah, I mean, it's scary.
2: Uh, Mike McDaniel said Jalen Waddle with the ankle injury has a chance to play on Sunday. That sounds like gamesmanship to me. See, decoy. I don't know. I mean, they had a walkthrough on Wednesday, and Waddle participated in it.
0: Okay. Okay. So. That would be massive. Yeah. I mean, they're a lot different with the two of them. Than I mean, I
2: could see them running him out there as a decoy.
0: That's what I say. I even said yeah. decoy there. I mean, like, he might dress. Maybe he gets a shot or whatever and is phenomenal.
2: Yeah. Amari Cooper did not practice on no, Wednesday for the, the Browns. They're not going to play him. They're uh, also not
0: going to play Miles Garrett, which influences the Defensive Player of the Year conversation, I would think. I don't <laughs> think Nick is going to. Yeah. You know, like...
2: Uh, Zach Wilson remains in the NFL's concussion protocol and will be inactive in Week 18 against the Patriots for the Jets.
0: I think that rivals Steelers Patriots for the lowest over under of the year. Ooh, yeah, it it's, was like 28 or 29. That's actually that's
2: lower. The Steelers were not that. The Steelers were I 30. know they're
0: like a point or two away. Yeah, the I Steelers were 100. 30. Yeah, 30? okay,
2: that would be the lowest.
0: I get it. <laughs> I don't see a lot of points, but I didn't think Patriots Steelers would go over either.
2: Yeah, Baker Mayfield did not practice on Wednesday. He's got a rib issue.
0: I mean, that's game changing seismic situation there. Yeah, there'd be Trask. I assume they win, they're in. Yeah. I assume he'll do everything. I mean, I would think. I would
2: think he plays. I've seen him play through some yeah. stuff that Toughness he probably shouldn't play. Yeah,
0: and he's free agent at the end of the year, and he got to get his team in. And competitiveness is not an issue with him. But
2: but I, I've also seen him play badly when he's banged up.
0: Or you, then halfway through the first quarter, he gets a helmet in the ribs, and here comes Trask.
2: Yeah, Cole Komet did not practice on Wednesday with a knee issue.
0: Kind of like Mooney. Do you rush those guys back? I mean, like yeah, you want to establish something, but. Yeah, it's, a, to... it's
2: a knee issue for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Giants are going to start Tyrod Taylor on Sunday. Okay, that's the right move. Yeah. I
0: mean, the whole DeVito things, we'll laugh about that in two years.
2: Trevor Lawrence with the shoulder inju- injury uh, was limited today.
0: That's, I guess, what he we was, should expect. He was that's... limited
2: all last week, too, and then yeah. they shut him down. I know. I don't th- there's, there's no guarantee he's going to oh, play There's no guarantee.
0: I assume that's the designation we'd get today, though. Like, yeah. He's on the field. But what did he do? Yeah, right. You know. Um, do you know if it's a throwing shoulder or not? Yeah. I have no idea. It is. Yeah.
2: The Jaguars also opened the 21-day practice window for Christian Kirk. That was a core muscle injury for him.
0: That's a uh, playoff thing. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to play this week, but if they could have him in the playoffs.
2: Yeah. Um, well, well, I mean,
0: it doesn't hurt to open the window.
2: No, I mean, you got to. Yeah. if you're going to have him for the playoffs, you want to— Might as well do it. You got to yeah. get him You basically ramped up for the first week, and then you have him available the second week. But mm-hmm. They got to win this week to uh, make that happen. They could use them. Um, that looks like it's pretty much it. Um,
0: and then there's just a bunch of teams that are just going to sit people and sit people. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's... Yeah, the nature of the beast. Yeah, I mean, just Rams, what's going to happen. of course. Like, the Lions have anything to play for? Um, Can they get to the two or st- three? I think... He's such a weird coach, that's why I wonder if he's just going to fight in caps. I think they, you know? they
2: want to win. I think they want to... Mm-hmm. They got the... They're playing the Vikings. Vikings.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's the, for fantasy stuff. Some of these teams, like Jameer Gibbs, might play a half, and then if you have in your DFS lineup, yeah, eh, you know, it like, burns you. Yeah, yeah. So when we do DFS, I would almost like to pick from like
2: the teams that need 10 it. Teams, yeah, the teams yeah. that really need it. Yeah, or are going to be playing for something. That's who you want to stick with. Mm-hmm.
0: So Tom Palicero put this out on Monday. There's 20 teams that can win the Super Bowl still. It's crazy. I mean, I'm not saying that they have a legit chance, but <laughs> yeah. mathematically, there's 20 teams right now that can win the Super Bowl. It's like, And that's the most has ever been going into the final it's
2: What's season. the league one? Or this? Yeah. Paul Tagliabue's looking at this and wherever he's at right now and smiling.
0: Loving loving it, yeah. But Absolutely. that's the most ever going into the final game of the season. Yeah, he's still eligible.
2: He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with more right after this. regular season challenge. Each week, answer Steelers trivia and make game day picks for a chance to win signed helmets, jerseys, footballs, or even a trip to the 2024 NFL Draft. Log into the Steelers mobile app now for a chance to play at this week's prize. He is the Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. And uh, Matt, uh, I'm looking here in an article on CBSSports.com uh, Um it's written by Tyler Sullivan. He he looks at fifteen top head coaching candidates. We're we're
0: it's we're, less, that th- time, we're yeah. less
2: than a week away from Black Friday or Black Monday. Black
0: Monday. Not to mention there could be. I mean, like Belichick's not going to get fired on Black Monday, but there could also be some movement with some other guys yeah. as well. Uh, I know Schefter and some of those guys think there could be eight new head coaches. It's a quarter of the league.
2: Yeah. Well, it depends on how you look at some of this too. Like. Teams with new head coaches, but guys mm-hmm. who have been coaches somewhere else.
0: Oh, right, right, right. Or even like the Raiders might keep their interim guy. Yeah, there, you know, right.
2: So here, here are the fifteen guys he looks at as potential a Raven candidates. Name on there, um, his number one guy is Bill Belichick.
0: Ah, it's a little presumptuous, but sure. I mean, if he wants to coach somewhere, he will.
2: I mean, they've had three the three of the last four seasons for them have been losing mm-hmm. seasons. When, this was the whole thing with the Mike Tomlin. Situation a yeah. few weeks ago, Belichick's now had three losing seasons. Losing
0: seasons, yeah.
2: And this one is by far the worst. Like they've got twelve losses for the first time.
0: They're going to pick in, in the forever. Top five. Yeah, I mean, they really are. Yeah, it's it's rough. They've
2: bottomed out.
0: If I had to put a chip down, I would say he's not the Patriots head coach next year, but he is someone else's.
2: He'll be somebody's coach. So
0: he should be first on his list. How that
2: works out.
0: Yeah. Well, you
2: know, either it's a trade. I don't think they want to fire Bill Belichick.
0: I don't think those words will ever happen. No. I no, mean, but it's, he'll either step down or mutual or trade or yeah. something will be worked out.
2: Yeah. I, um, I, know, I
0: could see him end up in Washington, Carolina. I mean, I imagine working with Tepper. Oh,
2: he didn't help himself this past week. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. He, he
0: got fined, by the way. He got
2: fined 300 grand. Yeah. I thought
0: yeah. it'd be more. Yeah. We thought inflation would be more than 50 grand from flipping somebody <laughs> off, but uh, same neighborhood.
2: Yeah. Um, and I and I think really and I've said this since the off season last year when we were at the owners meetings I brought this up. I think the way this goes down is that they, you know, Robert Kraft goes in and says, "Bill, we love you as a head coach. Mm-hmm. We don't like you as a GM. You can't do that anymore. So we got to bring some GM." Yeah. And
0: Bill's going to say, "All right, thanks. I'm leaving." Yeah. I think that's exactly what happened. Yeah.
2: yeah. So, we'll see if that is exactly what happens. Uh number 2 on this list is Detroit Lions offense coordinator Ben Johnson?
0: I think he's going to get a job. Yeah. I mean, he's a great coordinator. Is he a great head coach? They're on the same thing. No clue. He's
2: 37 years old. Yeah, yeah, Nobody yeah. had heard of him four years ago.
0: Exactly. Exactly. But I love what he does with that team. Yeah. Uh, number three
2: is a guy who's coached in the NFL before. His current position is the head coach of the University of Michigan. It's Jim Harbaugh. I wouldn't touch him with a 10 foot pole.
0: Well,. I have mixed feelings. I think he's a winner. I think he's a lunatic. That's I, the part that I wouldn't. Well, t- yeah, I yeah. wouldn't
2: touch. So uh, you're going to deal with some crazy there if you bring Harbaugh. They're going to
0: bring all kinds of crazy. But like he wins. John, John is the sane one. Oh, no doubt about it. Yeah. I mean, I know several people that have met him, have been around him, and he's just hard to be around. Yeah. You know, and he wears out his welcome to some degree, but he wins, and he's unbelievably intense. So he hired, um. His last name's Knee Don Knee. I think is an agent. He's Tom Brady's agent. Yeah. He has a lot of head coaches in the NFL. Most people think he's going to move to the league. And there's been a lot of Raiders talk. There's been a lot of Chargers talk. Maybe goes back to the Bears. I think he's done at Michigan.
2: I don't think the Bears move on. I don't from... think they change. I don't think they change.
0: He, he just used to be a Bear, and yeah, like, you know, that's why that name's I think floating around.
2: Uh, number four on this list, and I hit maybe his star is uh, falling a little bit here. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles offensive coordinator Brian Johnson.
0: I don't think he Remember, was. he's
2: a first-year guy. I don't think he's head
0: coach. No. I don't know why his name's on there, to be honest. The offense got worse. Yeah. I mean, it was really good If last we were talking
2: year. a month ago, people say, oh, yeah. Why,
0: why not? Yeah, I mean, Eagles get hired. I get yeah. that part, but
2: not anymore. Not that one. No. No, nah, there's a few names on here I do not agree with. That's, I think be, the
0: Ravens defensive coordinator should be in that that's, spot. That's, right? that's
2: first on that list. Number five. Uh Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn, he would be a retread Mm -hmm. as a head coach.
0: Done a lot of good things with that defense, and what I give him credit for is he's one of those Pete Carroll, Legion of Boom disciples, but decided playing cover three and rushing four is what the league's all about. I'm going to change, or a lot of those guys haven't. Yeah. And Micah Parsons helps.
2: It doesn't hurt. (laughs) Number six on this list, and I don't agree with this one either. Cincinnati Bengals defensive coordinator Lou Onarumo what in the hell has he done this year that says, "Oh, that guy needs to be my head coach"?
0: I think they're one of the worst defenses in the league absolutely. with the same players, right? And he did some tremendous things, especially in against In twenty-one Mahomes and twenty-two, and right, right, right. But offs. that's, you know, I heard he's not actually the the best interview either. You know, yeah,
2: I mean, this is a guy who's been around for a long time, mm-hmm. and, and he's been a, a good defensive coordinator. I'm yeah, not taking yeah, it yeah. this year is not the year for that, though. No,
0: his stock definitely went down. Yeah, I mean, dramatically,
2: absolutely. Now the next guy on here is somebody that I would be interested in, and that is Houston Texans offensive coordinator Bobby Slowick. Mm-hmm. He's a Pittsburgh guy. Oh, is he? Yeah, uh, thirty-six years old. Comes off of that Shanahan coaching tree. Yep. Um, he's done good stuff with 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 Stroud this year. Very. My question is, he's only been a coordinator for a year.
0: Mm-hmm. So he also worked the Pro Football Focus for a while. Like he's done some things, some weird, different coaching paths. You know. Um, I think he's a year away. I
2: think I think I would wait and see yeah. too. Another uh, year. Can you do this a second time?
0: You know how this works too. Like he'll probably interview with three teams, learn how to interview. Yeah, have another good year with a good young quarterback, and then he's at the top of this list next year. Yeah, you know, assuming all goes well.
2: Number eight on here is Patriots inside linebackers coach Jared Mayo.
0: He could get bumped. He could... like I know that people talk very highly of him.
2: Yeah. If he doesn't get the head coaching job with the Patriots,
0: one thing that I guess he could go somewhere else. I guess he could, but it seems like he'd have more stock in the Patriot world. Yeah, Um, I do think owners now are going to be a little hesitant to take defensive guys, young defensive guys. uh, They want to hire offensive dudes.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you're going to, that seems to be the the quickest way. Although, I mean, it worked in Houston. Oh, I know, I know. I like, mean, it's all about finding the right guy. I agree. I don't care I if he's an offensive or defensive man. I don't, I don't care
0: either. if he's a special teams guy. Right, right. John Harbaugh, Harbaugh was a
2: special teams coach.
0: Yep, I 100% Is he agree. the right
2: man to lead your franchise?
0: Yep. But the logic is, okay, well, that... Ryan's then hires Slowick, and then he's gone in a year. <laughs> you know, yeah. but that doesn't mean it's not the right thing for the organization.
2: Yeah. I mean, and it's I've heard... It's
0: hard to keep coordinate, offensive coordinators, but that doesn't I've, mean you should I've heard a up. lot
2: of that... Um, you know, and I get it. I
0: might break a tie that way, but probably right, not. Right, you know, or I want the
2: I want the, dy- I want the dynamic guy who commands the room.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I think people look for the wrong thing. in And because the,
2: the problem with hiring a lot of these offensive guys, the thing that got them the job in the first place is them calling plays. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, those guys continue to call plays, and it hurts them as a head coach.
0: Oh yeah, it's hard to do all that. You can't stuff. do it all. Right, like the Lions offense coordinator that we talked about. Tremendous work as an offense coordinator, designer of offense, getting the ball in the hands of the right people, play calling, innovations. But if he does that for Carolina next year, it means he's not doing something else yeah. you know, that a head coach needs to do. Maybe he's the best head coach in the history of the world. I don't know, but he might hit his head on offensive coordinator.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. You better have a patient owner. Mm-hmm number nine on this list Minnesota Vikings defensive coordinator Brian Flores good
0: I think that's very I think warranty. I think
2: he should get a job I mean
0: he's, he did a lot with a little this year he did
2: a lot with a little I don't say that just because I know him having mm-hmm. you know been around him the last year when you know when he spent the time in Pittsburgh but he is a guy who carries himself like a head coach
0: yeah yeah and he was
2: and he was and yeah. he understands it I think he probably learned some things I don't think that that dolphin situation that he was hired into. Was no. a great one. No, no. Um, yeah. And I hope he's not blackballed
0: by the owners yeah. or any of that nonsense.
2: And he won with the Dolphins.
0: Oh, very much. So. In a
2: situation where they were trying to lose.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I think he's in one of the best thirty-two.
2: Yeah. Uh, number ten, and we're going to go back down this road again. Eric Biani. Uh
0: you talk about a guy stock dropping from a year ago. What is he bet on himself? Yeah. Why? Why would I say that was successful?
2: I hear, I continue to hear people talk about enemy like he actually drew up the offense in Kansas City. Right, right, right. At what point did he do that? He didn't. He didn't. He, he led this, he led the offensive staff there. Andy Reid called the place.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, his quarterback took an immense amount of sacks, and that was partially on him, too, yeah. you know. If the Steelers move on from their offensive coordinator and he's out there and they interview him, I'd say, great, that's fine. Yeah. But if I'm, you're going to replace Bill Belichick in New Orleans, I don't know that he's the guy that can do that. I don't feel any better about it now than I did a year ago. I mean, he's
2: he's had you know 20 interviews over the last four Mm -hmm. years. Maybe he's he might be one of the best coordinators in the league. Maybe I don't know. This year didn't show it. It didn't. No, it didn't. Now he was hamstrung a little bit by the quarterback situation. There's no doubt about that. But some of that was also partially on him for treating Sam Howell
0: I mean, he didn't like, he, like he had Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't overcome it.
2: No, he didn't. All right. Yeah. Uh, number 11, Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald.
0: Which I think he should be like fourth or fifth. Yeah. I mean, what he, he did. could
2: fall into that situation, though. Again, he's a 36-year-old guy yeah, yeah. who—
0: Reminds me of the Lions offense.
2: One year as a— This is his second year as a coordinator. No, it's— uh, he, went,
0: he bounced back and forth between yeah. mid, the Harbaugh brothers. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, he's, he's done good tremendous stuff. Tremendous work. Yeah,
0: but, yeah. Uh, he reminds me of the Lions' O.C.
2: Number twelve on here, Titans head coach Mike Vrabel.
0: You just keep hearing rumblings.
2: I know he wasn't happy with the GM for trading away AJ, AJ Brown, Brown and all that. But right? it's not the same GM anymore.
0: I don't think he had any. I don't know. Did he have any say in hiring the new GM? I
2: don't think that he did.
0: I bet not. Yeah. And is it just him and ownership of kind of run its course? Maybe. Maybe. I think he's a good head coach. He could be my guy. I yeah, mean, yeah, anytime. I mean, Kraft should look at him if they're thinking about doing, yeah. that, you know, just
2: swap coaches.
0: Yeah, <laughs> there we <you> go. <laughs> uh, at number
2: 13. Boy, I don't know how this guy gets a job after this season. Their defense wasn't the problem, but yuck. Carolina Panthers defensive coordinator a hero,
0: Evaro. He was a super hot name. Yeah. And didn't help himself at all this year. No, it. He I mean, took it's the a, wrong job. It's an unwinnable situation. Yeah. Tepper went and got an all star coaching staff and paid them whatever they wanted. And then
2: fired half of them.
0: And now, yeah, I mean, it's a toxic environment. So who knows? He may not even be, I mean, back. I mean, he might be someone else's defensive coordinator. Yeah. And it, they didn't make
2: him the head coach there. To even take a no, look at Right,
0: right, right. At the interim. Yeah. There was an opportunity there.
2: Number 14. Miami Dolphins offensive coordinator Frank Smith.
0: I've heard that name thrown around as maybe the Steelers' next guy. I know nothing about him except for that. Think well, he's, he's the
2: offensive coordinator there. He couldn't be the Steelers' next guy because they're not going to move on from him. I think there was some stip... I thought he was the quarterback coach. He's, they list him here as the offensive coordinator. Because he's not the
0: play caller...
2: Well, that's fine, but he's of... he's got the title of offensive coordinator. That would okay. be a sideways.
0: Yeah, yeah I thought cause... there was some NFL rule about if you're not the play caller, you can become the play caller and still be. I'm... Maybe, maybe, yeah, but I'm, I'm not. There's something foggy about. I that. I don't
2: see that happening. I mean, I don't to know me, about them. right? Here's the thing, and you know, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. When you watched what the Ravens did to the 49ers, oh yeah, I don't know that I'm interested in somebody to coordinate the Steelers offense from the Kyle Shanahan. Coaching tree, because I, I don't know that it consistently beats what Baltimore's
0: got. And Baltimore's built for that. I yeah, mean, not That's that. That would be my
2: main but... concern here. Is yeah. can can we now if it's somebody from the Rams coaching tree? I thought that they played mm-hmm. the Ravens very well.
0: The best Random them right down. I would look at
2: something like that. Yeah. I would look. You know, yeah,
0: the maybe to that Houston
2: about... uh, coaching staff and, and say, okay, let, let's let's go that direction. But
0: it hasn't happened with Tua and Purdy this year. But historically, all the Kyle Shanahan guys get their quarterbacks killed. 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 I mean, killed. They're just, they just—they don't keep extra guys in protection. They take a lot of hits. I understand it, but I—I I don't think the Rooneys want a finesse offense here. Either. No, that's yeah, the other just, thing. That's right. a—that's
2: a very finesse offense.
0: Yeah, I don't think that's the style. And, and
2: so at. is really so is San Francisco's to a large degree.
0: No, to some degree, yeah, yeah. without question. I mean, they, they, there's not Jerome Bettis on that team. No, right? or Najee, or you know, right? yeah.
2: And the final one. Uh, Seattle Seahawks offensive coordinator Shane Waldron.
0: Okay, I mean I've heard good things. I, mean, I think they. I don't know. I don't have a lot to comment on that. I mean their their skill guys are really good. I think their lines really bad. So it's kind of hard to say what his value is. Yeah, I know he's sp- spoken he comes from the of. McVay
2: coaching tree. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. again, that would be the one that I would look at.
0: I think he's coach of the year. Right? I would look at somebody yeah.
2: somebody who's worked with McVay. To me, is much. More preferable than than going to Shanahan. Right, mm-hmm.
0: they're they're more physical. They're more ground first. You know, yeah. they've been a little friendlier to quarterback. Well, I don't know if I'd say that, but interesting. Yeah, I mean. Uh, I hear what you're saying. I, I don't know a ton about him. I mean, I, I would be shocked if he's a head coach. I mean, year, he'll
2: though. probably get an interview or 2 here or there, yeah. Because uh, they do have a good offense.
0: I mean, I can't but. see Carroll, like, stepping down this year yeah. at his age. Maybe he does, and they hand it to him. but It yeah, could happen. That could happen. I yeah. mean, some guys He's still energetic
2: as energetic as he's always been. I'm watching him in the warm-ups last week, and he's right, out there yeah. pumping fists yeah, and running yeah. around like the
0: – But someday yeah. it's going to happen. At some yeah, point. Yeah.
2: You know, I think Belichick's actually older than
0: him. I think i pretty sure,
2: like six months or something. Like that. It's close.
0: But Carol's much older than people realize. By yeah, the way. I mean, just by his much action, older than he acts. Yeah, like he's deep into his seventies. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy.
2: The, I mean, like the Energizer Bunny, though. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know who I would add to that beyond that list. I think there's probably some guys out there. There's some.
0: It's always a hard conversation. It really you is. comment on assistant coaches. I mean, you don't you don't really know what they do yeah. behind the scenes during the week, all that kind of stuff too.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, you know, does does Jim Schwartz get an interview this year from what That's he's done? It's not bad. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I can see that. Maybe someone in that building. Yeah, I think Schwartz could be in the in the mix.
2: I mean, he's done good things with that defense this year.
0: Yeah, it's not a bad call at all. I'm trying to just scan in the league, what teams would be, who you want to pillage from. I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I'm not having a, an easy time finding. No, it's, it's not
2: like it is, It's not like. Well, again, there's no dominant teams. Yeah.
0: San Francisco you know has been so pillaged lately, too. That yeah. They don't. All their guys are new. Um. I don't think Baltimore's – I don't think Monkin's ready to be a head coach after no. one year coordinating. You know, being at Georgia the year before that. I'm just thinking the best. I, I can't think.
2: I mean, other than Harbaugh, there's no college coach that's ready to.
0: Oh, hey, let's go get this guy and yeah, I mean, see David's what he can do. Back or, yeah. You're right. are right. Not that I would know of. So that's one of the problems with coaching changes. Is okay. We, we're firing our guy, but that doesn't mean. Like last off season I was harp on this. There were 16 offensive play callers changed. And the whole world wanted Matt Canada to be one of them. Well, it doesn't mean there's 17 good candidates right. out there. I mean, all, all the there's three big fish in the in the whole pond. You know, it doesn't mean that the, a lot of guys get bumped just because there's somebody different. That's not necessarily the right move.
2: Yeah. No, you're right. Um you know, change for just for the sake of change is not...
0: Right. I just want someone different. I mean, rarely does it get to that point. Yeah. You, know, you better go get a good it's, guy. This
2: is like a marriage. You're not just, you know... Right. You got to yeah. think about it.
0: Right. 100%.
2: So, anyways, we're going to get to another break. Uh, he is the Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. When we come back, we'll hear from Steelers defensive coordinator, Terrell Austin. See what he has to say about this uh, upcoming game against the Baltimore Ravens where... Quite frankly, he might know more about the Ravens in some cases than he does his own defense. No, oh, I'm
0: because sure. Because there's so
2: many new guys in there. <laughs> yeah. I asked him that question exactly uh, it's it, like the it, this thing. So we'll hear that when we return on The Drive right after this. Welcome back to The Drive. I am Dale Lally. He is the Matt Williamson. And, uh, Matt, um, with the Ravens having so many question marks this week with their offense um, – I thought it would be interesting to hear from the Steelers defensive coordinator, Terrell Austin, Oh yeah, uh, today to, to see how they're approaching this thing defensively.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, they know Lamar's not playing, but it's still Didn't a unique At the time, offense. he did this interview. Oh, okay. So okay. That,
2: that wasn't announced until later in the afternoon. Now they know
0: that. Now they know that. But I'm sure that he's not shocked by it either, deep yeah. down, whether he'll reveal that or not. But even with Monken, they are a unique offense with some unique challenges.
2: Yeah. So uh, let's hear what Terrell Austin had to say today when he spoke with the media. Theral, how do you how do you prep this week, not knowing exactly who's going to be in there for them?
1: I think we, you know, we prep for the system, and we prep thinking they're going to play their guys. I mean, that's how you have to do. It. You have to approach everything, uh, and then we go from there.
2: Is that what they did last year when, when they did play Huntley? Was it exactly the same, or did they cater some things to him?
1: I think they run their offense. It's different. They have uh, you know a new coordinator this year, but at the time they run the stuff that they practice and some of the things you've seen. Um, and so we're, we'll anticipate the same. I think that's the, the, the offense they've been running all year, and I don't think they would change it. Uh, Does it uh, help for Hunt- you have
0: familiarity, at
2: least with Huntley, and, and playing these guys
1: before? Oh, yeah, we have a lot of familiarity. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I not mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, with Huntley himself. Yeah, with Huntley himself, yeah, we've been in the stadium with him, so we know he's a quality player. Uh, obviously, you know what kind of season Lamar's having, so no matter who's behind center for them, we're going to have our work cut out for us. Speaking Maybe of familiarity,
2: do you now have a, more so with your guys? I mean, you've, you've got some guys. Some, <laughs> We're getting a lot, there. A lot of moving pieces.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there. So, uh, you know, I, I the biggest thing I like about our guys is, you know, we have some guys doing some uh, some new things, some new guys in there, and uh, they're, they're just working their tail off to try to get better and help us win a game, and, and we've been doing that. And so uh, we'll just continue to try to get better. I got, you know, we kind of, you're, you're right, we have a little bit uh, better idea of, of who they are and what they can do, and, and so we try to tailor some things to that as well.
2: What's you know, the sense of you? how they're using, uh, say, and likely over um, the course of the
1: season? <laughs> Getting better and better. You're talking about two young guys, a second-year guy, and a, and a rookie that just uh, really are coming into their own and, and really making some splash plays, explosive plays, and uh, that's a, it's going to be a challenge for us. Is that Ben's talking over me? Is that who that was? I'm not, I'm not. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I'm staying out of this fight. This so, can you or do you call the game differently when the offense is uh, scoring points to create a little more room for air, if you will, when the offense is playing? No, I think you know we we call the game. I, I try to call the game the, the, the same way as always, which is to try to not let these guys score. So um, obviously, it, it's you know. Uh, when our offense is scoring, when we're not playing as well or doing some things as well, that really helps. that really helps. But uh, as far as how I call the game, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it the way I the way I see it, the way I think is best for us to try to, to succeed. Tara, what does Pat Pete brought to your group? Not just on the field, but more specifically, maybe in the room. Well, I think uh, at veteran leadership, uh, things that that only time give you, uh, and he's seen a lot of things that, that some guys maybe haven't seen, and he's experienced a lot of situations some guys haven't had. And I think that's important. Uh, he he gives that to the room. Uh, he does some other things in terms of meetings. He'll run, have some meetings on his own where he has guys in there and they're they're working together through things um, as players only, and that's good. I mean, you, you have to have that type of leadership. Joe was like that. When when you have that type in there, uh, no matter what happens with your group, no matter who's there or not there, uh, it, it keeps them together. You were pretty deliberate in how you brought along Joey this summer and even the first month of the season, Hollis. And he, handle himself since he's been in service as, as a uh, I think he's he's done well, and the the, the good thing is uh, he's done well, but he's got so much room for improvement, and he can be so much of a better player, and he's got a lot of things that, you know, is obviously we want him to continue to improve this year, but as we work into the offseason, uh, he, he's got a lot of room to jump and improve, and, and we've got to push him that way, so it's it's been good, and uh, we were deliberate, and I think it, it worked out well for him. What he are could, those areas that you he could Just like every player, I, I don't want to get in the specifics right now. That'll that'll be stuff for the off season. Can, it, you
2: know, can I that be hard when you used
0: to, to wear a T-shirt that said I wasn't hired for my disposition? <laughs> James Harrison didn't need a T-shirt. To yeah, TJ seems to have that kind of edge. He's MVP right now. Mm-hmm. What's, but he, but he, he seems to be a fun guy too. Edge and cut. Mm-hmm. but what's he like in that, in that regard as a leader? And what's he like a coach?
1: He's outstanding. Obviously, you know he's a great player. He wants to be great. He wants to be coached. Uh, he does. He he can be a little bit surly, and that's fine. I mean, where we know that you need that edge uh, if you want to compete at a high level in this business. Uh, but he's he's good to be around. Uh, and, and, and we all like we all do. We all have our days where we're not real pleasant to be around. But he's he moves on to the next day. He helps his other teammates. Uh, you know, what's really neat is when you see him sitting in the back. He sits next to Alex. He helps all the guys in there. They all talk about different things and what they see. He and Larry, because they work on the same side a lot, they always talk about things. So it's uh, he, he's he's an outstanding you know outstanding player. We all know that. But he's also I think he's a really good teammate. Does Joey agree that he has areas he needs work on? You gotta ask Joey that. <laughs> but when it got when got a young guy who's he's talented, he's got confidence in himself, and he has success early. Can it be? As a coach, do you have to kind of almost like let him enjoy the, the successes that he has, but also try to like, you know, word yeah, we yeah, I mean that's product that's our job. I mean, the bottom line is he's going to have some success, but he knows and and we know there's lots of things on tape that, that can be a lot better. And uh, and I think if you're not always improving in this league, you're going to you're going to fall back and people are going to catch up to you and pass you. So uh, he better work and he better do those things to to get better and not feel like he's he's made it. Because if you feel like you've made it in this league, that's when you get swallowed up. Terrell, he asked to cover these top guys, right? He does. Like, has yeah. he ever asked so far and you said no? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. What does
2: that allow you... Defensively, you guys to do. I mean, obviously, when he goes side to side, mm-hmm. everybody else's jobs change as well. Mm-hmm. Is there are, does that limit what you can do with the other guys, or does that make it easier on the other guys?
1: No, it doesn't limit because I think we have a, a pretty smart group, and so when you get put in different positions, they're able to handle that. And I think really what it does is it allows us to get best matchups across the board, and uh, hopefully helps us. Um, and so that's that's really why we do it, and, and it hasn't it hasn't hurt us where. Uh, you know, we're just terrible. I mean, we've, we haven't done, you know, it's not, we've blown some things and we've had some, some, some deep passes on us, and, which we all want to get better at. But I think overall in the big scheme of things, uh, the guys are playing well together and we just, you know, some some things that we have to get better. But th- those come with more practice. In what ways have you seen Benton growing as well in his rookie year? Oh, he's, he's really just, you just see him understanding the game a little more. Uh, he's big, he's strong, uh, and I think really the big thing for him is uh, he's gotten better because as the season has gone on, he starts to understand blocking schemes a little better, and when guys that are really talented kind of understand what's coming at you, uh, then they have an opportunity uh, to defeat it, and, and he's starting to get to that. How's that Wisconsin farm team going this year you guys I love them. <laughs> Let's draft a few more because <laughs> they've all been pretty good. Uh, you know, obviously we know about TJ and Herbig is doing well and uh, Milk is a guy that, you know, kind of under the radar, but I tell you what, Milk's really developed into a valuable backup for us. Plays give us some solid minutes in there. And so the Wisconsin farm team's doing great.
2: When Michael Tomlin was asked about uh, why the Steelers have had a little bit more success than others against Jackson, his response was just because we respect them. Mm-hmm. And what... Regard, in what ways do you show respect towards Lamar that is has aided
1: you guys? Well, I think we, we show respect for the simple fact that he's, uh, you know, he's a multi-dimensional talent. Uh, he can run, he can throw, uh, he can make plays out of nothing, he can stay within the script. So he can do it all. So we respect that part of him. And so, consequently, when we put game plans together, they've got to be really complex, complete. Uh to take care of all those things if you just try to treat him as a one-dimensional guy that he can only do this or only do that that's when you run into trouble.
2: Has Todd sort offense showed
1: that same respect to him in certain ways? I think so I think he's really taken to this new offense and and the the freedom it gives him uh, in terms of throwing the ball uh, down the field it wasn't it's not as run heavy as it has been but he still gets his runs and he still does the (laughs) things Uh, that he's really good at as well so we you know you kind of all of a sudden it's not just hey it's run it's it's pass it's run it's everything and uh and and you can see from our first game to this game uh, i think the amount of growth in the offense they both have you can see they're kind of familiar with each other the oc and and the qb and they're on the same page and uh it it shows i mean obviously he was spectacular last week do you just apply that to who's ever playing at this point at this point you have to because I think that's, that is the offense. That is the way they want to run their offense, and it's been successful for him. And I think Huntley, if, if he plays, if he happens to be the guy on the center, I think he's completely capable of running it.
2: How do you approach a guy like Alex who's getting a ton of pressure, but maybe not finishing on sacks, and embracing that messaging to him, all of that with Alex kind of at this
1: point? The season? Yeah, I think Alex is a pro. He understands sometimes the, the sacks are there, sometimes they're not. We know how valuable he is. Uh, I mean, the guy can get sacks, but he's gotten interceptions for us. He's done multiple things for us, and and his value, he knows his value, and and, uh, he is not underrated in our room. And and, and I think he's got enough character and and, and, and heart to stick with it and understand that, hey, sometimes they just go, you know, they come in bunches and and didn't get him as much as he would have liked, but he's really done a good job. If Baltimore turns to Huntley and Russ Jackson... How much different do they do with Huntley and their compared to Jackson? How do you prepare for that kind of thing? I, I don't think they do anything different. I think they run their offense. I think Huntley is very capable of running the offense uh, the way the way it is. I mean, obviously, um, you know, Lamar is dynamic uh, and, and, and does all those things at an extremely high level, and Huntley will do them at a, at a really good level as well. And so I don't think there will be any any change out there. Anybody ask about four Yes, you want to come in here and do that too? I just want to make sure. <laughs> he got brought up a few times. Okay. So. It, it, it was Brooke. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Carol.
2: That was Steelers' defensive coordinator, Terrell Austin, earlier today with the media. Um, heard me asking several of those questions there. Yeah, just yeah. kind of interested in how they were going to approach this game. And again, they've played Huntley. This will be the fourth time he started against them.
0: Wow. It's amazing. They've played
2: yeah. Lamar six times.
0: They play Lamar great, and it's just uh, so much familiarity. You know, I mean, no matter who the quarterback is, I know one thing that we're going to talk about on a video tomorrow is hitting the quarterback always seems a premium with the Steeler defense when they play the Ravens. You know, just getting as many big bodies hitting Lamar or Huntley as possible. I think that's a big key to the game because I'm sure they'll have some backup linemen in there too.
2: Yeah, I think I would think so. So. Um, yeah, good stuff from him. And uh, well,
0: good stuff from you today, Matt.
2: Uh, but that's Why, going to you. do it for our show. Uh, we would like, like to thank our guest, uh, Bob Labriola, for stopping by. That yeah, was uh, good. And for my partner, Matt Williamson, for Justin Miller here keeping us on the air, I am Dale Lally. We thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers
0: Nation Radio. You've spent all winter stuck inside imagining your next big home project. A bigger, brighter kitchen. A fabulous new fence. The possibility of a pool. There's so much you would do if only you could. The good news? With an S&T Home Equity Total Line of Credit, you can. We've got your back with financial flexibility, and we're here to support you with exceptional customer service. So dream as big as you want, and we'll help you bring those dreams home. At s and it's just what we do. s Bank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender.